0: Hi, and welcome to the Silverline Podcast, an audio version pulled from the video stream we do a couple of times a week. My name is Roland Mann, and I'm the head honcho at Silverline, where we have a great time making fun comics that we think you'll enjoy. This episode is titled Comics to Animation. It originally aired September 23rd, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Silverline Wednesday Night Wham! hosted by Scott Wayfield.
1: Good evening. I never know how to follow that up. Hello and welcome. This is Silverline's Wednesday Wham! I'm your host, Scott. I'm really here just to rein in the craziness, and I do a poor job of that. Tonight, we are talking about comics, comic books turned into animation. We will talk about that and probably fly off the rails, hither and thither, left and right, but we will try to keep the the conversation on track. My name is Scott Wakefield. I am co-creator and co-writer
2: of Steam Patriots,
3: I'm Rory Boyle. I'm also co-creator of Steam Patriots, along with Scott there. I'm in oh. Jacksonville, Northern Florida.
2: All right. Yeah, I'm new, so I'm still kind of shy and like... Oh, <laughs> no talk? No. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Haley Martin. I am the artist on an upcoming Silver Line title called Bear. <laughs> it is Bear <laughs> instead of an R. Um,
4: hello, everybody. I'm Sid. Uh, indeed, I'm the callers for uh, Trump's...
1: And so you are—you're uh, in South America, and that is yeah. awesome. And um, Haley, where are you located? Did you say that? I'm sorry.
2: I uh, yeah, I forgot to say that. I'm in Florida, in the Daytona Beach area.
1: All right, right Thank down you. the
2: road. Yep.
1: <laughs> and yeah, down the road as well. Uh, but Dart Darcy Larson, Um Shoot. We- <laughs> every. <laughs>
5: Freaking
1: time, we've <laughs> <laughs> been calling you Brent, so this is Brent Larson. And uh, Brent, go ahead and introduce yourself.
5: My name is Brent Larson, uh, is it? it's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm the creator and writer of the Silverline book, Kalis, and I live in Orlando, Florida. I am a filmmaker type. I, uh, work with a small production group called Broken Foam Booth Productions.
1: Very cool. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Darcy. C. Michael Lanning.
6: Hi, I'm C. Michael Lanning, coming to you from the cypress trees and haunted bayous of southern Louisiana. (laughs) I am currently the (laughs) mad penciler on the Rejects Project with our head honcho, Roland Mann, some of which you'll see tonight as I concoct page nine. Uh, We're going to see somebody get into a hairy situation and also Check out the rejects when it comes to you on our Kickstarter from Silverline.
1: Thank you, sir. I like that. I like that. Oh wow. yeah, I'm I'm getting into it tonight. You are into it. I got, a, it. A, I got a, I just said I'm from Western New York near Buffalo. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I can't. I, I'm not. In a, I can't pinpoint the position I'm in. You can see outside. Well, you can't. You can see no. my blinds, but uh, <laughs> there's some trees. So
0: somewhere between a cicada and a tree, you'll find some mosquitoes.
6: (laughs) I like that the the cypress knees and Uh,
1: and and clouds and
6: mosquitoes.
1: Certainly not least, Tim (laughs) Atike. go for it
0: i am tim tk i am the producer of the wednesday night show i am also the associate editor at silverline uh, which means i handle a lot of scheduling for the website and that includes our craft blog series which i am the project manager of i am also the writer creator of wolf hunter uh which art is somewhere around there uh but look up for that next year and uh thanks what I do um, <laughs> <That's
1: good. laughs> yeah. thank you everyone our topic tonight we um, last week we talked about the good and the bad and the ugly of comic books that were turned into movies we had great good examples we had great bad examples we have had great mediocre examples and we we fought over it and if we lived closer it would have been fisticuffs uh, we we have examples that one person loves and one person hates and the comic book world is is so incredibly cool because it has spawned so many storylines in uh, so many other formats. And uh, we talked a lot about what makes good adaptations, what makes bad. And some of us like a straight page-to-page comic book-to-screen adaptation. Uh, Brent had a great explanation why he doesn't like that. He says it's something, a lot of times it doesn't make good movies. And, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So we we could have talked probably for five times as long as we did last week, and maybe we'll revisit that topic. But tonight, it is comic books that have been adapted into animation. And so I'm going to take a break from yapping, and can can you hear the coyotes outside my window? Does anybody else hear that?
0: I'm too busy listening to the birds outside my window.
6: Oh, I just thought that was my
4: kids. Yeah. And I'm and I'm busy with the cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're all we're all hearing stuff. <laughs> so um who wants to get started?
0: Well before we get started, can you have someone share their screen if they're currently arting.
4: Already... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I i can show the because right now I'm working on a traditional piece, which is funny because it fits with the thing today. I don't know if you guys can see it. But I'm doing um a Batman, Ninja Turtle, little picture here. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to set, I need to set the the, oh. the blacks, but uh, I, I think it fits because last year came out the movie with a uh, Batman, the Ninja Turtles is kind of my favorite Batman movie up to now. I love them both, so I'm making this one for a charity, and I thought it, it was funny, but it fits cool. the, uh, the theme for today.
1: Yeah, I we are going to definitely talk about Ninja Turtles tonight. Who, want, who, who wants to get us started?
6: it like was getting us started. I'm interested. I, was I? I, I?
1: Yeah.
6: Batman and
4: Ninja
1: <laughs> Turtle one. Are you a Ninja Turtle fan?
4: I am. I I love Ninja. I, I was I grew up just having fascination for like anthro like animal warriors. So I watched all these the the the, the Street Sharks. I watched a uh, uh, huge fan of course Thundercats, but it wasn't so animalistic. Uh, of course, Ninja Turtles, um or just any other like show or cartoon based on like animal warriors or animal animal heroes, or something I was very into that. Of course that included Disney or anything. But Ninja Turtles was for me like the best because they were brothers. And since I have uh three other sisters, so I was like, hey, that that could be us, you know, yeah. and each of us had like a favorite turtle and and maybe in also a wig, they were like, Hey, there are this, this, this stuff. So they, they were always fun for me. Not to mention that they were meant to be relatable since they are teenagers. Right. Right.
7: Um
4: and it would be many, many years in the future where I would learn they came from a comic book. Actually I met a second Jimbo before I knew the turtles were a comic because I saw a crossover and it was like, Hello, what? Yeah. These are these are where, where they come from? Yeah. It was just very, very, very something. Um, and I don't know, I I just started reading the comics not long ago either, uh, because I was like, I'm fine with just the cartoons, I think they, they're perfect just how they are. And I think it was last year, when I was my last year over there in the States, and I gave myself the chance because I saw some of the covers for uh, Batman and the Ninja Turtles, and I thought, that's a very interesting crossover I want to read. And it, it got me instantly, I fell in love with the whole story, it's ridiculously awesome. <laughs> because it fits both sides. You see this edgy side of Batman, Gotham, and his characters, and then these other guys on sweetness everywhere. And just to make it better, they come out with a movie, which was a very nice summary of what happens in the comics. I was just really happy with everything. I don't know if it's the best book. I don't know if it's the best movie. I just love it. And I've watched that movie like 10 times. It's a perfect mixture of the seriousness, badass hero story and this random shenanigans with these teenagers that have to be turtles and spawns yeah. everywhere and this pizza in the middle and it was, it, was, it was great. And now I'm waiting for the next animation coming from comics, but it's kind of related because last year they announced that Video Jimbo is getting animated. Uh, for me, they're like tightly related because they kind of grew up together. So, I'm also waiting for that and super excited about that. I have no idea what it's going to be about, but I really, really want to see what comes out with this Samurai Rabbit. Let's see what happens oh, with that.
6: Yes. You know, uh, you so, get you Jimbo.
4: I love you, Yeah, I have doesn't yeah. <laughs> awesome, even repeated books out there because I love it. And that is my favorite comic book, I guess.
6: Yeah, when I was coming up, you had him with the Ninja Turtles. You saw him with the Ninja Turtles, and it took a while before I realized he was actually a separate entity long mm. before the Turtles came along. So, that yeah, was... because
4: more than once in the series, Saggy were here, there, like I as a special character or something. So, it was easy to assume he was part of the series.
6: Right. He just fit and in then he so comes well. outside.
4: Yeah. At least because the authors have been friends since forever, and they just like, hey, can I draw him to you? Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. let's do that. And I love that. It's so friendly. <laughs> Look at that! Everyone
1: being nice to each other. We well, do that uh, unity.
4: The episode. This one of the books on the, with the Usagi, where you get the first crossover with the Turtles, and the episode is called uh, "Turtle Soup and Rabbit Stew." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious, and it's a really funny story, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, I, I Ninja Turtles was that was my cartoon as well i, I, I loved it loved, i think we, with the episode we talked about toys ninja turtles toys i had yeah. over 40 action figures and uh that that i love oh. that show i it, it was that was it that ninja Teenage Mutant ninja turtles my brother and i would sing the song and uh
3: drive your parents crazy <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> thank you hopefully you do it loved it loved it. Loved it so uh we'll I mean does it is it, is anyone disagreeing that is that's that's going to be like high on the list of one of the best comic books to disagree
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, oh it's going to be one of those kind of shows <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right okay
6: whatever Scott Let me tie my hair up to be the antithesis right. which, which incarnation are we talking about are we talking about the 80s one Are we talking yeah, about the
0: 80s 80s uh, exclusively the Michael Bay movies
4: no, <laughs> <laughs> They were animated poorly. The thing is that one of the reasons I like the Turtles is because Enemy? they adapt to any, every generation. If you watch all the different series, they're all targeting the different mm-hmm. dudes from, from each decade. Because I saw the latest one, and it's great, but I it like has it. a humor that... You know, oh no, It's not my humor. It's, it's my little sister's humor. But it still makes it a really good series, you know?
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love the first Ninja Turtles movie with the, uh, the so foot right. fan and all the teenagers stealing like, tube televisions <laughs> and games and stuff. <laughs> it's great. A, a rash of crime has struck New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever catch a Kevin Eastman cameo
6: in there? No, I didn't know. It, it's the same when they're fighting on the street and you see a garbage truck come up from in the very, very back. Yeah. And you can just kind of see Kevin eastmans He had oh, curly
1: hair. So You can kind of see his hair. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's another movie that I watched a million times. And uh, my mom didn't like it because the, um, when, when Raphael loses his sigh, he drops it and uh, April O'Neill picks it up right before he can grab it. He says the D <laughs> word a bunch of times. So, my, mom, my mom wasn't a fan of that. Darn. He says, darn it.
4: <laughs> I'm watching thing. in Spanish, so they they curse in a different way.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I
4: don't know. I my my mom cow. was like, "This is funny," but the suits make me nervous. Right. And 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 there will be many years in the future when I was like, you know, I think I know what she's talking about. But as a kid, for me, the like, oh, yeah, cool. so cool. and Later, there appeared Power Rangers, so I was even happier. I didn't even care. The same suits. They recycled the suits. Right. Wow.
1: <laughs> same weird foam. Who knows what that yeah. The,
6: um, the thing about the turtles, you know, that's what I grew up with was the eighties one. And yeah. uh, but you know when I get older and I had kids, they had the Nickelodeon version.
4: Yeah.
6: And that was mm-hmm. actually pretty good in itself.
4: Because the the CGI one? Yes. Mm-hmm.
6: Because they hmm. didn't just abandon everything that they that had been built before, they kind of included a lot of things, and, including parts like the movie, like them going out to the woods and stuff like that. So that was, was kind of cool. They they're I able remember to
4: remember the phones even. The phones would have like the old song and stuff. Like they would do a lot of cameos of the old stuff. Yeah, like they yeah. were conscious they were in the eighties, kind of a thing. Yeah, I respect I think, that.
6: I Think they even had no. That might have been another one of the one of the series actually had a the '80s Turtles, come on! I can't remember if it was that one or not, but to see all of them kind of mixed together with the different art styles, because not one of them have the same art style at all. Huh.
1: <laughs> I like watching all the old cartoons. When I when I say old, I, I guess for this crowd, it's pretty we're pretty consistent. But like the '80s and '90s cartoons, and hearing the same like seems like dozen voice actors. It's like they had the <laughs> same voice actors in. Ninja Turtles and X Men and Batman, and it was the same. And they, or, and they, they, or they were in every other cartoon, either a, a major character or just some some voice. In all the...
0: The, the, there's uh, uh, one thing I'm sure Rory, Rory would probably also appreciate this, but looking up the voice actor Sam Regal and seeing how much like percentage of her childhood he makes up. Oh, I lost audio. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Yeah,
3: he looks, he looks pretty good.
1: <laughs> Which one, who's that? I'm sorry, learn me.
3: Yes, please teach. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, Sam Regal. Uh, I have a weird like internet interruption there. We have uh, rain and thunderstorms over here in wonderful salami, Oregon. So if I drop out and kill the stream, yeah. <laughs> be yeah, warned. we'll blame you. <laughs> yep.
3: so,
0: so, so Sam Regal, uh, voice yeah. uh, so... actor. go here uh where is this I'm just
3: be? good background for our upcoming D one shot exactly <laughs>
0: i hate how in google when you pull up their things it shows you the titles but not the actual credit in it, it
1: actually did mm. yeah yeah mm. well look, look so, the i'll look give up. you this
0: so uh change me in ninja totals he was in 2003 run uh he was in oh, wow. uh naruto shippuden uh yeah, uh, my thing just cut out, so things are just great over here right now. <laughs> we'll get back to you.
3: <laughs> There's a bunch of we'll, recent we'll video games, a bunch of video games,
0: yep. period.
1: Oh, okay.
3: He's uh in the show Critical Role on Twitch.
1: Okay. He's one of, one of the
3: voice actors that plays the indie in that group.
1: Okay.
0: Yep. But he's he's been in uh a bunch of stuff from like ninety-six on. Okay. Yeah.
1: That that seems to me like that seems like a dream job, being a, oh, yeah. a cartoon voice actor.
3: I mean, like cartoons, TV shows, yeah. or same same death. video games, anything. And, and I know it's not Jobbing. easy.
1: I, I don't mean to make it sound like it's easy. It's really hard work. But mm. it it just seems like you're so many you can be so many different characters and yeah. and you don't have to be a good looking person. You know, you you can good. Show up in your sweatpants or whatever. and, uh, and, and So
3: you're saying you, you found the new career path?
1: <laughs> <that's it>. Exactly.
4: <laughs> you know, that reminds me of um, the other day, not the other day, it was like months ago, but you guys know what I mean. Uh, no, My roommate Tuesday. and I, we were watching uh, an interview with, ah, uh, uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, Luke, Luke. Uh, Mark Campbell. Mark <laughs> Hamill, oh my god, I can't believe you forgot <laughs> it, okay, so it's an interview uh, to Mark Hamill, because they are interviewing his, like, working process, how he, when, when he gets, he, he needs to make a new voice and whatnot, yeah. and as an artist, I thought it was really funny the answer he gives, because he says that okay, he has this character, and for example, when he was about to uh, uh, you know, uh, audition for a, it wasn't Joker, but it was another character and they tell him the character is like, this is like that. And it behaves this way. And he's like, okay. So he goes into his mental portfolio, his voice portfolio, he called. So he has like, I have all these voices I've done in my life. And I choose and in between I start to try this one out. I oh, don't know, maybe this one and this one together. And, and starts mixes his voices. And I thought the way he was saying it was like so obvious, so in, yeah. But it was <laughs> completely shocked because first of all, it was all in his mind. Yeah. So I was just like, he has a portfolio, just how we artists have like a visual portfolio. But he has everything in his mind. He knows exactly, like his voice has a, a whole like set of like, how you say like like types and categories and right. his own voice and register to figure out what to do, what to say. I, I think that's that's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. And I, it's a, it's a all over YouTube. You guys want to look at because he says much more about it. But that was like, like took stick with me. That's
1: definitely a skill. My voice, my voices would be a variation of my own, or really bad British accents that would be mostly pirate. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I, I it was just talk like a pirate time. Yes,
6: <laughs> sounds like SpongeBob cameos are in your future. There, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I,
1: my um, my Mr. Crab and my Popeye are very similar. Are <laughs> <laughs> you similar? What, hey Haley or or Brent, what do you what do you got? Chime in. What what's a great comic book that's been turned into a, an animated something for that you that you enjoy? Who's mm-hmm. got something.
3: You, Pick you out walk? Haley. Make her go first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Haley. On um, the spot improv. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Well, one show that I I really liked. Um, it was. So it was on a few years ago and like it just ran for one season and got canceled. But it was um, just called Green Lantern, the animated series. I don't know how many Green Lantern yeah. shows oh. there have they've been, but oh. this was like a 3D animated one. I remember um, that one. Yeah. And it was, and like I knew nothing about Green Lantern, but I just saw, I was on Tumblr a lot during that time and following a lot of people who drew fan art for various things. And I kept seeing these characters pop up and I was like, this looks really interesting. I'll watch it. And, like, I went into it, and, like, the show had already been canceled by the time I started watching it. So I was like, oh, whatever. But then by the time I got to the end, I was like, no. <laughs> Why
4: end? I remember really liking the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, and, yeah. and, like, it was, like, a visit of the whole universe of the Greenlanders. But I don't yeah. remember the story. I just remember yeah. their missions.
2: Yeah, I thought it was really cool because it didn't feel like totally like superhero-y it reminded me more of like Star Trek or something because it was like this yeah I remember on that it was on a that. ship mm. like go visiting different planets meeting different characters every episode and like it was just it was really fun and I I'd like heard of Green Lantern but I didn't know anything about like how the powers worked I didn't know that there were like one for every planet and there's different colors and so I thought that whole universe was really cool
4: uh-huh. So it was like an introduction for you. It was, yeah. And
2: then so I'd never read any of the comics, but then during a free comic book day, um, at the shop that I was at, they had some like vintage comics for a couple bucks. And so I was like, Oh, there's a Green Lantern one. I wanna read that because I'm interested in that now. So that like the show got me into the comics. I mean I haven't read, read a gun? ton, but it gave me that interest in
1: that. Two thousand twelve is what
2: yeah, I was watching
1: had good reviews. I wonder why it got,
2: got canned. Yeah, I don't remember. You, exactly you never why. know. Usually,
4: a yeah, it's a Usually because a they game. don't sell. Because, for example, when they did every issue for the Thundercats, he was really good and they canceled it because it didn't sell. Ports. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the series was really, really good. So I think that just didn't do good marketing. I don't know what it is, but it was, it was great. Which, There's
6: which a one? lot. Which
4: one? Thunder, the new uh, Thunder. The, the new, yeah, the new Thunder. It was like very properly built, A little slow because they were going like very oh. step by step. Okay. But because it didn't sell toys, like literally that was the official the official reason. They said right. like he wasn't selling toys. So we canceled it. And I think if they had gone on, it could have filled up so much more. Oh,
6: did, it did. The one that kind of took place on the planet itself?
4: Yeah, kind of like and an you see like song. Young Leonardo. Yeah, and it's yeah. like the very beginning of things.
6: Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one.
4: I really enjoyed it. seems like a
1: trend. I did a quick search just to get a list of, of comic books that have been turned into cartoons um, there's a lot that ran for one year or, or a span of two years. Cause it's back, you know, back in the fifties, sixties, they didn't always have seasons. It's kind of. They just
4: threw it right.
1: It just started in the middle of a year and went into the next year. So yeah, Fantastic Four, um, Superman in 1988, new adventures of Batman in 1977. Um, marvel superheroes 1966 just one year for lots of these cartoons what i didn't know is that the super friends
3: oh yeah wow sorry oh, wow. <laughs> super friends,
1: 73 to 86 i didn't realize it was on for that long yes what yeah a- that's
3: crazy i remember watching those reruns
4: yeah, I, I never got it. I thought it was a little cheesy. I don't know. Of it course it was.
1: It was on
3: Hannah I
4: remember. I, I didn't even <laughs> see it, but I remember all the the parodies and like the edits they would do. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I,
6: I watched it while it was still on. It
4: was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there
6: I used to wait till uh, days of our lives were over, and then there you had your super friends <laughs> yeah. and Yogi Bear.
2: That's
6: where I knew yeah. Green Lantern from. Oh, super from.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I made Green Lantern with the Justice League. Seriously, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, And then, and then I realized that the actual the first Green Lantern was Kyle Jordan. I was like, "What? No, no. That's not the no. He's a jerk. No." Nope. <laughs> and then I realized there were more than one. But, but I was shocked. <laughs> Eight-year-old me was shocked. Yeah.
1: Brent. What do you got? What do you? You've been very quiet.
4: So patient. Yeah, this isn't
5: my stronger subject, but um, you know, I really enjoyed Batman: Mask of a Phantasm when it mm. came out in the what what, mid '90s. I think
4: it's I will look it under. up.
5: And um, I think it's because it just had a really adult sensibility about it. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to think of why it stuck with me. I Actually, haven't seen it in a while. I was trying to think why it, why it's kind of... My first thought was, like, uh, I really haven't... I can't think of very many examples of animated um, comic properties. Uh, End of the Spider-Verse was amazing. Um, I almost want to say that is my go-to... But um, there was something about *Mask of the Phantasm* that did something that, frankly, I'm not sure any other Batman movie has done. Which is, it explains the burden of being Batman. There's just this really great scene where he, you know, he he's doing Batman and he's he's cleaning up crime, and then he finds a woman, he falls in love, and he goes to his parents' gravesite and says, I need things to be different now. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, and, and he's like a
4: boy dies into his parents, because it's like, I can't go on if I yeah. just want to do this.
5: Yeah. And you know, it's in that moment, see, if you think about any other live-action Batman movie, I mean, how many times have we seen the Wayne parents get killed? Right. Um, it's cliche now. I mean, they almost dare not film it again, because people will start laughing how many times can you see pearls fall into the puddles? Okay. But what we take from that is that (laughs) it enrages Batman. This this makes him want revenge on crime itself. And this is what drives him. But you know what's weird is the more I've thought about it, the more it kind of makes Batman a little bit boring. Because you can just be enraged all the time. But that's the reason Mm -hmm. why an Incredible Hulk movie is never really done well. Right. Yeah kind of tiring you know you want him to feel something else but in mass the phantasm we finally got to see batman be batman not because he's enraged all the time but because he actually sees it as a true responsibility to his parents and to the city that's raised him and then finally he sees something that makes him want to blink that makes him want to try you know seeing what normal life is really about and he can't do it we can't put the responsibility down. It's just too huge. I mean, did we, did we ever really think Bruce Wayne liked being Bruce Wayne? He, I mean, Batman was what he was made for. Bruce Wayne's almost like that's the day job that he hates. He wishes yeah. he could just yeah. cut loose and then smack around some weird guys, right? <laughs> but yeah. finally you see him being like, no, I want to be a normal guy. I hate this. It's costing me, and I can't, but I can't put it away. I remember really being moved by that, and it was a cartoon. Yeah, and that was that's some powerful storytelling, and, and that really I stuck think. with So
6: that was, was yeah. that, and that was an offshot of the animated series, wasn't it? Yeah. The, and let me tell you, so. they did such a fantastic job with that because Batman Begins tried to do it, they failed. Uh, Michael Keaton, kinda, but not really but the animated series was the only one that made Bruce Wayne a different type of character than Batman himself. Mm. And you can see kind of, he was a smiling, he was a, he was a gentle guy. He wasn't just a playboy, but he was, he, you know, he, he, he played that mass so well. What was it? Uh, Kevin Conroy who played Batman made the statement. He said when he came to realize playing Batman, that, Bruce Wayne was the mask, and not Batman. That helped him to come into Mm -hmm. that character a lot more, and that series really brought it out. I think Mm -hmm. what I liked about that is Batman actually smiled sometimes, Mm -hmm. and that kind of showed him was more human than anything I've I've seen. I'm not. I'm kind of getting tired of the grizzly Batman myself.
5: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
4: that series also came out with other good stuff. They also did a Sub there. That's my favorite, like Batman animated adaptation too because well I like Freeze, but Sub-Zero was it's, it's a movie that you don't need to know a lot about them to see it and be like that's a good movie because hmm. it's, it's, it, it works by itself as well hmm. you closes close it by itself and I thought,
1: What's and the, say it again I'm sorry I missed which
4: Sub-Zero
1: Oh, okay <laughs>
4: but about Freeze, when, when you get to know about him what happened with him and, and and just to make it even better, like the movie ends, finishes, and you see that everybody thinks he's dead. And they say, like, no, his wife could be safe, but he would never see that happening. But at the end, he actually saw it on the, on the TV, like in the from from outside his shack, and he starts crying. And then you realize that he was not everyone, and you really, really up with them. Mm, really interesting. Like, I really like that movie. Because it, it's not about Batman, it's about it's about and I thought that was, that was
6: yeah. great I think that that series actually was fleshed out mr freeze that way because I don't yeah. think that was a, a arc before was it Anybody know. Know about freeze I don't I remember him on the on the the 60s show he wasn't really you know yeah. fleshed out that way but I think the animated series really fleshed him out
4: yes I really like that that, that, that he's my favorite Batman villain because he's like I'm not doing this because I'm crazy or I just want money I'm doing it because I, I love and I want to say the one I love. I really <laughs> like this kind of honorable character. I, yeah. I, I, that's kind of my like gig. So to see that he having his own movie, not to mention that before that I knew Schwarzenegger
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> was great. Like, hey, the, the bunny slippers are not there and I, I think it's great.
1: <laughs> wasn't wasn't uh-huh. Mr. Freeze in the pilot episode of the animated series? Wasn't he the first villain when my... Could be wrong. He was definitely
3: that, in there. I don't
1: know if yeah, that's the think, first
6: one. I think it was actually. I think it might have been. I'm not positive because sometimes on those DVDs and everything, they kind of have them out of order. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think it was the Mad Hatter, and the one where Batman kind of realized he was in a dream because he tried to oh, read and he couldn't read. Yeah. But With, that
7: yeah.
6: <laughs> the more we talk about it, it's just it, it's amazing how much debt uh, how much depth that yes. that uh, series had. It's, oh, yeah, that was good. It
3: was way deep. Yeah. I want, I want Even the
4: one-episode characters were really interesting.
5: Mm-hmm. Which, in my mind, is really when animation is hitting on all... Like, okay, I, I wasn't going to do this. You know how I, I've told you guys before? I got into comics because of the G.I. Joe comic. Yeah. But the thing that almost got me back out again was the G.I. Joe animated show. <laughs> because I hated it. I hated those moral messages at the end.
7: Yeah,
5: yeah. You know, <laughs> knowing is half the battle, and I keep wanting to say, "Well, no wonder you keep losing." You need to <laughs> but anyway, um, I think remember, kids.
4: <laughs> Guns are bad, but we <laughs> use them on <with> every
5: episode. <laughs> right. so, um, like, okay, unless you shoot over their heads.
7: Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but warning shots.
5: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Me about the show is even as a kid I remember thinking they're marketing to me I want them to market to the adult version of me yeah. because I knew enough to know what a good story looked like and I knew enough to know when they were pandering to me so when the characters are yelling yo Joe I'm like who are you even talking to
7: dude
5: <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense at all it just rhymes so, <laughs> <laughs> by that whole scene but I remember when the Batman cartoon came on, I was like, wait a minute, this is different. It's like I'm seeing animators who are not trying to sell me anything except the idea of a good character in the middle of a great plot. And that they didn't have to do anything else. They had me from day one.
7: Yeah,
1: yeah. Does, does anybody remember, this is from almost 20 years ago, Homestar Runner? Yeah. yeah. The
3: birth of the internet.
1: Yeah. Do you remember there was the spin off they did the cheat commandos? You remember you remember the cheat? He was strong bads little sidekick, that little weird yellow oh, guy. Yeah. That,
7: <laughs> he
1: had it was his own made-up stories, <coughs> cheap commandos, and it was a total rip-off of GI Joe. It was hilarious, and their their theme music <laughs> was "Buy All Our Playsets and Toys."
4: <laughs> no way. <laughs> I don't think this one, that one got here because I don't remember. It was. It gotta was gotta be over. out there somewhere. Probably <laughs> well, because they wouldn't bring the toys over.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well, they didn't make real toys. It was it was the whole gag because it was it was supposed to be a cartoon to sell toys. It was a it was a, it was a gag on that, and yeah, this was. Uh, this is early early 2000s flash animation um, and it was a pretty wow pretty good uh, web series cuz it would play on itself but um, pretty hilarious the uh, the cheap but then the the other hilarious early youtube um, was when people would redub those those public the GI Joe public service <laughs> yes am <laughs> a computer <laughs> <laughs>
3: roast <your> sandwiches
1: <laughs> well, he's the guy with the, the, the water mat i'm sorry and he just <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that just reminds me of c-lab 2021 <laughs> <Whoa>. yep
1: <laughs> that, 2021 was pure gold mm-hmm. so they, they huh. dubbed that that was a one one season show hanna-barbera yeah and they and then, was oh, it?
0: Uh, Adult Swim got a hold of it? Yeah, then Adult Swim got the right to I had animation, but none of the voices.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they would just read animation. It was funny because there was one, one episode where they, they went into a room and it was like, uh, what was it, stock animation? Was the, the, it was like a storage room for animation. So yep. all the
0: and, and then he got a. Uh... Space Coast Ghost, Space Coast oh, Ghost, coast, coast to that. Coast. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's chopped up a show and then dubbed in a talk show over it.
4: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, I, I grew up knowing that was the only thing. Like, I yeah. had no idea it was a show. <laughs> it was a show. Yeah. yeah. I, like, <laughs> how, I want
0: to explain it? to people that like Harvey Birdman was an actual like adventure show.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh golly, Harvey Birdman. <laughs> Isn't that streaming anymore?
1: Pure gold. I'm sure it is. I'm not sure. It's got to be out there. Yeah. Uh, On the internet.
5: Have you guys heard of Twisted Toy Fair Theater? Do you remember that? No. It was uh, basically I think it was the guys who did Robot Chicken, but their Toy Fair was a magazine, and they take their uh, they just take a bunch of like uh, Mega Action figures, all different kinds just pose them and then put word balloons and tell a story and it was so funny i couldn't get over it and now it sounds like there's an animated version of it so i'm like huh. dude
4: noise mm-hmm. Oh, of a what would we do without the
1: internet? My goodness! What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember when we
5: actually had to go to the library? <laughs> yeah.
3: uh... Can you still find a
5: book by those cards?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, God. And you're the one kid who checks out a comic book, and the attendance looks at you like. Yeah, I sure he's in our place.
5: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Libraries are wonderful places. Please go and support your local <laughs> a library. Amen to that. It. It.
6: Yeah, you I think I'll get funny it. looks for checking out comic books? You will, <laughs> but do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got one right here from the library. That's, that's good. And they looked at me funny when I got it. So,
2: <laughs> it's not a real book. Yeah, I just reserved the books and then didn't really have to talk to a person. Like, <laughs> Very perfect. <laughs> grab I'm reserve
6: them. I reserve them, but then they hand them to me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
6: <laughs> mm. I
1: haven't been in a library in a long time. It's like I forget about the library. I feel bad. Like, when I remember, I remember, oh, the library, what a magical, wonderful yeah. place, and then I'm good for a while and then I, I forget it's there. And then a year goes by, and then, oh, yeah, the library. That's because mm-hmm.
6: it disappears when you leave.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you turn your it, back, it's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always scared of a new library. You, you, I, when I was in the Coast Guard, I'd move, and I'd find the new mm-hmm. library. You walk in, you don't know what anything is. And it's like, you feel like everyone in the library already knows, and they all look up at you. And they all look up with that knowing, that knowing look, like you mm-hmm. don't know your way around. It's like, oh, like wow. a gym or anything like that. You walk around,
0: <laughs> What's this do? <laughs>
5: it's like the government sponsored room of requirement. Isn't it kind of whenever you need it and
0: I I I over in like uh Oregon, everything's new Victorian new classical architecture, so like random turrets on all the buildings. Uh Glass windows, uh so like Portland Salem State libraries doesn't used to uh went down to Orlando, and if anyone's ever been to like the Orlando Library. It just looks like a monolith out of dune or something It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, what is this place? Why is it a giant black box yeah,
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, well, my knowledge. The, when you went to is the one downtown right yeah,, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you have to pay to park, which is it's like the worst. <laughs> Entire yeah. purpose of the library,
1: people. Come on.
5: <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah, uh, my my knowledge of Portland is all from Portlandia. That's the-
6: <laughs> put <laughs> a bird on it. Yeah it, uh,
0: the the bookstore the the shop episode and the bookstore Glashka episode. That's that's oh. all Portland.
1: <laughs>
3: put a bird on.
1: <laughs>
3: the tattoo ink never runs dry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Yes. Okay, people. All right. It's my job. I have to a question. This. What? Oh, go. For, okay.
4: Go so ahead. we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I talk, we're talking about like comics turning to comics. But what about those? Those? No. Hold on. Comics turning to animated. Yes. Series or movies. Uh, what about those that started as a as a movie or or series and then became. Uh, comic book. I was thinking about Star Wars for some recent, and now I remember it was a movie, and then books and comics mm-hmm. now. You guys would like...
1: We have a very strict set of rules for Wednesday Wham. You will follow them. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> not- <laughs> Where's the kick button? Really? Where is this Wednesday Wham you're talking about? <laughs> have you not read the rules for our show?
0: Man, this is really oh, weird. Bye-bye. The, uh, my cut out again so everyone's cameras frozen. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, there it goes! I can hear everybody.
0: There you go, yeah. I can hear everyone. It's just everyone was uh static.
1: If, if you want to um, talk, about them, we're not going to stop you. I know nothing about them. I, I I've, I've said many times. I have only have so much brain power. Like with the movie world, the the, the, the comic book movie world. I had to just mm. stick with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. With with Star Trek and Star, I love them both. I love Star Trek. Um, I, I can't get into the books. I can't get into. I just, I just don't have the, the power, the brain power, or the time. Mm-hmm. So, go for it. Did you, did you want to talk about those, or are you just, just bringing? No, up? I
4: was just wondering because, like vice versa because uh everybody, it's easier to say. Eh, I, I can see the series is good, but I prefer the comic, or I prefer the book. And I was thinking, look, oh, well, what, what about when? When, when they make a comic out of something that's visual and, and you guys realize, like, no, the series better. I don't know if you guys uh, had an opinion about it. And uh, now right. I think of it, uh, but for example, some toys were meant to to be sold. Uh, and I hope you guys don't mind. I jump into it, but Transformers are just toys, and then they turn into a series, and then they turn into comics that that are, like, very underground, kind of are way more popular than than most of the series yeah i was just thinking about like this, it's just like the, the different translation from one medium to the other and and what to, how to define out which is better or what not
0: well that's I, I talked about this before but that's how i i feel with star wars and i know uh, there's a collection of mm-hmm. other stars fans who the movies are great the books are where stories really exist now and out of the Disney content, the comics are the only thing to be consider real. We don't watch any of the oh, Disney right. movies. <laughs> yeah, I about
4: that. Thanks, Jason.
0: But the the, the the comics for stars for the new continuity have actually all been pretty decent. Uh, so even though the, the movies have not been the best, the comics have all been really enjoyable to read. I
6: tell you, they're supposed to be making a. Uh, they're supposed to be making a Vader series or something i think i heard They're,
0: they've had a couple different vader yeah. comics and they've all been really good oh,
6: that that last one that marvel did was fantastic yeah, the one where it's like after uh revenge of the sith and he's kind of hunting down the rest of the jedi mm-hmm.
0: yeah kinda...
4: oh, I've, I've always wanted to know about that like yeah like and, the whole process and of
6: everything he gets scared that he'll never be challenged again so he gets uh grandma grandma i'm not saying it right grandma Grand oh, tar thank you yep and uh, gets him to, to hunt him down.
0: Yeah,
6: that's that's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a really good series.
0: Yeah. Uh, One of the ones I've
4: been thinking about getting into the comics, but also there's so many I get kind of intimidated and I and I step back. It's too much. It's a, right. it's a lot to read.
5: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Problems. Too, too, much too much. Too much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome
0: back to Silverline Wednesday Night Wham, hosted by Scott Wakefield. I was just telling the chaps about how I went full nerd on the WandaVision trailer. If you look at the wine bottle, you'll notice that the name translates roughly to House of Misery or House of M. So, guys. (laughs) Nerd alert. No, is, that what,
6: is that what it is? It's the house of, they're going to. Uh... <laughs> <We> bite. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, no, no, never mind. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> we uh, we have plenty of room for nerdery here. This is why we are here. Welcome back. Uh, I am Scott Wakefield. I am your host, Brent, and uh, H- H- Haley. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, had to go to bed. They were tired day jobs and so forth, we're going to round out this hour with more discussion about how comic books, uh, uh, well, good comic books, examples of good and bad that have been turned into uh, animation, either cartoon series or movies. Uh, We've talked uh, quite a bit at length about Batman, the animated series, because that is just about, I think all of us agree, and if you disagree, you're dumb! No. um, Get out! (laughs) Batman, the animated series, being the pinnacle, uh, of, uh, just about of one of of, of cartoons turned into an animated uh, story that that checks so many boxes uh, of good of uh, of story and characters and, and animation and plot and all this sort of stuff and giving us all the feels that uh, that we expect from from good storytelling. We have touched. We spent a lot of time on Batman. We talked about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, 80s and later, and spin-offs. We talked a little about Green Lantern and um, some of the short, very short-lived animated series that have happened uh, one year and so forth, or the, or the um, Super Friends that lasted for 13 years, which is pretty incredible. Before we get too far into this, if you're just joining us, thank you for joining us. I'm going to reiterate, we are currently running a Kickstarter campaign that is Silverline as a double feature on Kickstarter right now. We have, I think, 10 days left on this, and we would love your support. If you have supported and back that project, those projects plural, thank you very much. We are a small independent publisher of comic books and great stories. We are we like to use the word genre, the word genre spanning, because we've got great stories that from sci-fi to action to um, to fantasy. And we are doubling up our our stories because we have so many great stories to get out. And right now uh, we have uh, Cat and Mouse number three, which is a continuation of the action adventure crime fighting story of two characters, cat and mouse, in New Orleans who are uh, wrapped up, embroiled in the um, goings on, seedy goings on of human trafficking in in that city and, and fighting crime there. And then we have a new title called Trumps, and that is uh, a 48-pager, a, a whopper of a comic book that has uh, – it's a sci-fi uh, – kind of a sci-fi superhero story um, taking place on an, uh, another world that um, four kingdoms, uh, they've matched the, the four suits of a, plane, of a deck of cards, and they are uh, vying for power. And the, the deck gets reshuffled in one one suit comes to power and the others have to um, deal with the ramifications of that, that suit being in power, either uh, vying for power or allowing others to battle. And um, we have one remaining artist with us tonight. Sid is, did the coloring. You can wave hello, Sid. Uh, she did the colors for that beautiful colors. And she was, was really cool because she was kind of given um, a lot of leeway. To do as she pleased and to add her personal vision. She wasn't told, "This shall be this, and this that shall be that." Uh, And she did some really a
4: lot of power. Yes, she did. She (laughs) was
1: mad with the power (laughs) went went crazy, and uh, uh, she she did some really neat stuff. And it's it's got a lot of cool colors. I'm blown away by the art. I keep repeating this: blown away by the art uh, of Thomas Hedglin, the second, Tommy Florimontes. Inks and Sid's colors on this uh, amazing art, uh, a really cool interpretation, and it's something very different, which is what the independent world can bring you. We aren't stuck to the the uh, the the the, uh, the honchos and being uh, picked apart by committee.
4: We make cool stuff. And You're right, uh, who's this Batman thing everybody talks about? This is trash,
1: uh, Marvel, <laughs> Schmarvel. We are. We are independent press, independent publisher, and uh, for those of you out there supporting us, we couldn't be here without you. We appreciate you, and uh, spread the word, share these videos, share our Kickstarter campaign, and I will reiterate, backing the Kickstarter campaign is just buying your comic book. They are complete books. You are pre-ordering your comic book, and when this campaign is done, Kablam will – Click print and start making comic books for you to be in your hands within a few weeks. So thank you. All right, we are down to Tim TK Royal, Royal boyle Rory Boyle, uh, C Michael Lanning, and Sid Blue. She's got a. She's taking her name right. Up. Her name's long. Bitch. Yeah, it's Sid. Oh yeah.
4: You want to? You want to give a cool name? Oh yes. Go he said, "What you, blue?" What? No, uh, yes. so, no, I already said it. No. <laughs> you, get,
1: you, get, you, get, you get it once. You get that's it, folks. Wait, wait. Uh, see they
3: get them printed subtitles.
4: He yeah. <laughs> 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 pressed too much energy, guys. <laughs> I Why nine, does he eight, get yeah. teletext? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Question marks across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Italized for
3: accent. <laughs> we were.
1: We were watching. We were watching. Uh, 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 um. A Japanese animation thing on, I think it was Netflix, my kids and I, and they were all they were all good stories, you know, they're, they're kind of odd Japanese, like, uh, but they were good, and it was they were, most of them were um, dubbed, but then with subtitles, and the subtitles were on there, and I didn't turn them off, but then at one point in the brackets it just says, speaks Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's, that's okay.
7: great. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. Just, it's like, like well, duh. Yeah.
4: <laughs> like, I'm not an expert, but I think I knew that.
1: But <laughs> so uh. does some great work on Trump. She's, she's down there south of the equator. Thank you for that. Uh, we are <laughs> watching, you guys like watching right now. Is this C. Michael? Yes,
0: we, watching you know, C. Michael.
1: And, and he is drawing what right now, sir? This is uh,
6: page nine for upcoming Project Rejects. About some uh soup the superheroes that you don't want, but sometimes <laughs> you have to get so
1: <laughs> All right. That will that will be coming sometime soon from Silverline. And so uh if you're watching the show you always you get to see the sneak peeks, which is which is a lot of fun. You get to see the, the process and um Yeah, there's only
3: only with any indie comics will you get that.
1: Yeah, you're not mm-hmm. gonna see stuff like you you won't see the the process elsewhere and so Um, You are the VIPs here tonight. Thank you for joining us. Um, We are talking, as I mentioned, about comic books that have been adapted into animation. And, Sid, you said something while we were um, during the break there um, about how you didn't realize that so many of the stories you loved were actually comic books originally, right?
4: Yeah, because I am a 90s kid. And by then, animation was like a huge boom. Digital yeah, animation was me. coming up, so everything is getting was getting animation. Uh, anime was like a whole wave into mm. the, the the West. So for me, everything was cartoons. For me, I, I assume everything was originally cartoons, and that happened with a lot of superheroes. That happened with uh, just just characters in general that came from books and so on. I had no idea El Zorro was a comic book either to say something. And and one of them is X men. I was convinced that X men was just cartoons and some live action mm. movie with Steve Jackman. <laughs> so, so that would be an example later on i we'll learn the word comics and stuff. It is
1: it is funny that that yeah you you got into how you get introduced to it and all, mm. everybody has a different yeah a way that they got into it and I I honestly didn't read I'm a I'm an 80s and 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 90s child um, born in, in the early 80s so uh ninja turtles yes but they the, the the x-men comic i didn't read a lot of the comic book uh growing up i was an avengers fan mm-hmm. and an iron man fan and um but that cartoon was really one of the first and correct me if i'm wrong and all of you out there in um in in worldwide web world you uh,
4: will <laughs> <laughs> um, okay ready for the comments X Men was
1: Saturday morning cartoons that was that wasn't one and done. Every episode wasn't wrapped up, and because it was always was previously on X Men, and they'd mm-hmm. they'd tell you what happened, and not a lot because that's the the biggest reason for any show, any sitcom, any any drama is syndication. Because once it's syndicated, it gets jumbled up, and they're not they're not going to show them in order. And if people don't see them in order, they're confused. Right. So. Any, any to be continued or any cliffhanger on a season finale, it's tough. And and for people, and if you're young out there and you you, have, you don't even know what I'm talking about with network television, broadcast television, um, if you missed an episode of X Men, you, I I, remember, I would. That's the show that I had to catch. I mean, you, I could miss Ducktales or Darkwing Duck because those those didn't have any crossover, any tie-in, but X Men. If I miss one, and mm-hmm. I would see previously on X-Men, and they showed something I didn't see, I, 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 I <laughs> when am I going to see it? How, how will I see? I will have to wait till, I don't know when to see right. that mm-hmm. episode that I missed. Yeah, because they did it in story arcs. I wait. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Did you say it was a Saturday? Did you say it was a Saturday? It was a, it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, Luckily, though. Uh, to get up
4: in yeah. morning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when I got into the X-Men the cartoon, uh, I it, I was born in the right time frame, but I wasn't uh as hyper obsessive as I am about it now. Uh, until uh, a little bit later, and by that point, I believe it was Fox Kids had a, uh, she set, oh, oh, I know, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> had, 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 had had set up the uh, um, I forgot what the uh, the the tiling packages but where they uh purchased it in its entirety so they're essentially running it re-syndicated with additional like reruns yeah mm-hmm. so you got that week's episode but the half hour block before that was last week's and a half hour block before that or after that it was some other episode just pulled out of her hat <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i i i was i was hard set on x-men
3: but yeah. Then it got confusing right. later in the series when it got to like the time travel stuff. And you're like, "Oh wait, where are uh, we?" Right.
1: <laughs> that really, I, I yeah. That
3: fourth season didn't really work
6: out too well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's
0: there's reason I only had like nine episodes after that.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, How many how many seasons did that show run? I'd
0: say like five, five-ish, six-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the last one was very condensed because they was at the point where how, they're like, "We it? need to end it."
4: Like. Each season was
0: episodes? each I believe each season is about twelve or thirteen, kind of your average. And then the last season was like nine or six. Yeah.
4: Wow, I thought it was much, much longer. If, that, yeah, right. It feels like it was episodes. longer. There's so much
1: Wow! Yeah. Very well done. And I and mm. I'm not a I'm not a huge X Men fan, so Tim, you can correct me. But uh. I'm, I thought they stayed pretty true to the characters with within where I'm currently their... at in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
6: How did you get along, Scott? How did you get along?
1: <laughs> they stayed pretty true to one the version characters. of the yeah. character. You know, yeah, When I, when you have when you have forty or fifty years of a character to deal with, you right. pick. And they, mm-hmm. they. I know they mashed up of. Uh, this version of Cyclops with that version of Beast and mm-hmm. Ambit. Um, but I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, these are
0: very much, is very true to the uh, Jack Kirby Uncanny mm-hmm. setting of characters. Uh, they did play a little uh, fast news with some things in the backstory, which uh, I give them props for that for the animated show in the target audience. Uh, most notably Magneto, who they decided to... Uh, create a, another country and worlds of war instead of like, okay, how do we explain the Holocaust to a bunch of 12- <laughs> 12. <Right. laughs>
7: yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. But um, they, they handled very well. And I felt the, the way the characters directed is all very true. The um, weird dynamic between uh, Cyclops and Wolverine, as well as Wolverine's change over that, uh, because mm-hmm. Wolverine starts in like his seventies persona, and then he ends the show in the persona that he had like in that time in the run- in the comics run, and where he is a, a softer uh, kind of more amenable uh, right. killer. <laughs> Yeah, he really embraced his Canadian. Yep.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was in denial before.
7: That's
3: I, I mean, I, he, he didn't start apologizing with every kill. But no, but no, yeah, sorry, sorry, exactly. I,
0: I want the uh, I want the run of uh, Wolverine where he's fighting the War of eighteen twelve.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> and to our to our neighbors to the north, we love you. We love you dearly, most of you. <laughs> What, you, one you're province. A kid. You're cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, X Men, Batman, Ninja Turtles. Um, you know what we have not talked about tonight? We have not talked about the horrible adaptations. And I, uh, Gosh, the whole, there's Brent, too many of them. Yeah, Brent mentioned GI Joe, but mm-hmm. GI Joe started as an <clears throat> action figure, the, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. and then
3: the taller ones, like the bigger yeah, ones, yeah. yeah.
1: So, we, so what? What is the order? GI Joe action figures into into comic books and then cartoon? Is that is that the? Ooh, the I thought it jumped right to cartoon. The I'm the, evolution but, of the. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not. Yeah.
0: Ter- I'm not really sure because it, uh, it's one of those things where it started riffing on itself. Yes. Where I don't know what came first, but then mm-hmm. they, one would end, the other one would continue, and then they'd make a adaptation in the other format of where that one was. So. They'd just be constantly like this comic run is based off this season and then they do another comic run and then they make another T V show based off that comic run. Right. Yeah. And so play play it back and forth. And then you got to the uh mid like early two thousands, mid two thousands one where the joke was every other episode Duke would die. <laughs> They, season one starts duke <laughs> dies ends with duke coming back and then dying season two duke comes back dies halfway through I yeah
1: know. i never saw the my my gi joe knowledge is the 80s cartoon and yes brent brent let us know how displeased he was with that, 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 that talk i about remember that.
4: there was an anime as well about it
1: The mm-hmm. what's that
4: like a 2007 anime of
1: a oh. oh
6: really yeah. oh
4: missed that mm. It was, I mean, probably because it was so good that it didn't really mark anything. <laughs> I just remember the character designs were pretty cool, but that's it. So I, I I really don't remember any about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, just the the, the great, cartoon of everybody shooting some sort of laser gun and never hitting anybody ever. <laughs> and, <laughs> the? It uh... would
4: kill. Mm-hmm. They
3: had every service guy in there except for the coast guard until yeah, too many people in the coast guard complained that they, they weren't being represented <laughs> so they had to throw one in he was like the worst character
5: oh, well he oh,
3: It's like a hovercraft pilot yep <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think that happens with most of series if the series is not on the ocean or nearby the ocean there's always a the water character that can't do Anything. Can't do anything.
6: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. It's the Aquaman of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's always something the water They're
4: just like no, I think every
3: every movie that I've watched with the Coast Guard in it has something of the Coast Guard sinking or exploding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well I, I referred to, uh, this is kind of off topic as well, but I referred to this to Squat uh, Squat. Scott <laughs> 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 uh, Scott a while ago. But Wakefield. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're
6: not gonna live that one, dude. <laughs>
3: hey, squatting. <Aww. laughs>
0: See now, Scott needs to share his squat PR with us. Um, but uh, there, there's um, a uh, book called Sixteenth Watch. Six. Uh, oh, what's his name? I forget his name? Uh. Sixth launch.
1: Oh, you mentioned yes, yep.
0: yes. yeah. Uh, but it's a uh, book about Coast Guard in space, and it's a uh, Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, uh, what happens once they do extra <laughs> extra planet colonization. It's not going to be the Navy that handles like planets like lifeboats. It's going to be the Coast Guard. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's co- the
3: law is a very strange thing. <laughs> so yeah, so it's
0: uh, Coast Guard search and rescue. Uh, in, in, space. in space, yeah.
6: <laughs> Before there was Space Force, there was the Coast Guard. Join right. the Space everyone, Force, the Space Force Reserve now.
1: Space
0: Force. <laughs> has anyone seen? Yep, uh, a Sixteenth Watch by Mike Cole.
1: Sixteenth Watch, okay. <clears throat> the, uh, the the way they joke about the Coast Guard in Space Force is gold. Hilarious! Yes. <laughs> yes. Hilarious. Love it. I love my coasty brethren, love you, Rory. But yeah, Space Force is something. No Coast Guard! <laughs> uh, <laughs> How did we get here? Yes, uh, G.I. Joe going the Coast Guard. Nope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> I like that. Uh,
3: everything comes back to nautical, everything <laughs> comes back to the Coast Guard.
1: To the Coast Guard yeah we, we, we had a we, one of my tra- my boot, boot camp training they were talking about like if you were to if you were to walk into a room and, and all the branches were there and you'd have clusters of, they, they, of course they'd all cluster up you'd have army over here and they'd all, you know the marines they'd all be talking about certain things if you walked over and just listened to the army they'd be talking about like infantry and guns and you know you rangers know, lead the way right and and then if you went and talk to the marine listen to the marines they'd be talking <clears about throat> blowing stuff up and if you went listen to the to the navy, they'd be talking about big ships in the high seas and then listen to the coast guard and then and they'd be talking about you know the rescues through you know hey. through the surf and jumping out of helicopters and he said you walk over listen to the air force and what are they talking about and he goes he goes <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
1: that is oh, wow. absolutely
3: true and we have an infiltrator <laughs> huh? yeah
6: tommy <clears throat>
1: oh tommy you're here
3: what do you mean wow. i've been here <laughs>
1: <laughs>
8: oh, what, are you, what are you guys talking about kim it's it's we're supposed to come on at ten thirty, right
1: <laughs> i just i just clicked my arrow over there you are tommy introduce yourself sir where you been uh my name is thomas foramonte
8: um i'm working on the trump's book the kickstarter over at the thing i don't know what you guys have talked about for the past hour and a half i was on another podcast uh uh pimping the couple uh, the, 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 the kickstarter and i thought i would jump in to be with my my brothers and sisters on the Wednesday Wham. We, oh, yeah.
1: we miss you. We were just talking about you the whole time. I
8: you? appreciate yeah. that, Can So can we start over again from the beginning? How do we it, start so this? We oh, wait it's a
1: problem. Tommy's so,
3: so cool. Wednesday Tommy's are... <laughs> Wham 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 Wham. Are we supposed to do all... Tommy's oh, our way ambulance come to uh, save us.
4: How cool! We need a sound box for the show. <laughs> when you arrive like, we Slate, boom.
1: <laughs> we have talked about Ninja Turtles, Batman, yeah. um, X-Men, the animated series, both of them the animated series.
3: <clears throat> Hulk Batman.
1: about uh, how the G.I. Joe cartoon is uh, laughable. Um, that was Brent. <laughs> um, we have talked about Green Lantern and short, uh, very short-lived cartoon series. Um, we have really like the eighties has been out as far back as we've gone. Um, I was going to talk about some of the, like the, the Fleischer Superman from the forties. And we talked a little bit about super friends we've really been talking about comics. We've loved, we haven't spent a lot of time other than GI Joe, uh, talking about the bad stuff. So, so what, what is your favorite comic book based animated series or movie? We, and we talked a lot about the Batman the animated series and then the movies that came off of it, which are really great, really great cinema, really uh, uh, amazing stories. So,
8: my favorite, um, and, and this is—I don't know—it's not. It's we can kind of consider it a, a comic booky kind of thing, but I okay, don't laugh. I, some of my earliest uh, animated stuff that I like is the Peanuts. Hmm. Does that count?
7: yes yeah.
4: it, was, yeah. it
8: was a strip it was a comic book and then they made it animated uh you know tv shows and stuff does that count okay. can i should should mm-hmm. i should Coffee i leave left now left did left right? i did i did just i bring right? everybody down no. okay i'm gone bye love you guys <laughs> no. keep your hands clean i'm out of here cgi movie they
4: did
8: you know i never saw that one believe oh, it or really? not but uh, yeah you no, Really,
4: I gotta say, I highly recommend it because at it first was it was very oh. iffy because I, like, I, did I don't not, know how they're it, gonna make this CGI. I'm really yeah, iffy about that. it. But the, I you watch it and it's just it's just it's purely peanuts material, yeah, but like even more, it gives you even more feels.
8: Uh, now I've always loved the the peanuts, uh, <laughs> you know, like the, the the Halloween episode and the you know the Christmas and you know all the stuff, all that animated stuff. But uh, yeah.
1: One. When I was a kid, we had a Peanuts uh, movie. They go to France. Does anyone remember that one? No.
8: Peanuts France goes to France.
1: France. But, Charlie Brown that go goes and to France? France. Yeah, and of course Charlie Brown bundles things. Can he, I remember he brings a baguette out, and they slant the car won't start. But then they. Uh, okay, uh, I'm looking this up. <laughs> Scooby slams the hood on the baguette, and the car starts. And Scooby drives, of course, and he's he's being rude to other drivers, and they're being rude to him. And I don't, re- I just remember I had it True on H- when I was a kid.
3: Wait, was Charlie Brown wearing like the black and white striped shirt with the beret? I just, I just had this breaking news. That it was
6: called Bon Voyage. Charlie it sure man. is. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> My wife
8: came in to tell me, so I guess she's seen it. So, oh man, bon bon you know. I, I've got like the, the the complete set of all the animation stuff, and um, and I don't remember this being in there. You sure this is not some boot, bootleg uh, <laughs> Charlie Brown show? Nineteen eighty Bon
1: Voyage Charlie Brown.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at it.
8: Yeah, is sure.
1: There, is is there a market for peanuts movies? There might be.
3: <laughs> it's the deepest underground.
1: <laughs> all right.
3: Oh my goodness.
1: That's it. That's it! Wow, it's woo! It's all just coming coming back to me, my childhood. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that. Seventy six minutes long. Bon
8: Voyage, to Charlie Brown. Yeah, let's get the. Yeah. Uh, it sure is. How about that?
1: Good stuff. Yeah. So that that fits Tommy perfect. Perfect example. Um, what about uh we we have not what what is the least favorite Tommy? What what didn't meet your expectations? for a good adaptation of a comic book in an animation.
8: Oh, give me a minute.
1: Okay, okay. well, um, does does anybody anybody else remember the 1940s, the the, the Fleischer uh, Superman, that bum-ba-da, bum-ba-da he'd, he'd jump over the building and phew, faster than a speeding bullet. Does anyone else remember those? Oh,
3: yeah. It was set in the 40s or it was made in the 40s?
1: <laughs> made oh. in the 40s. <laughs> Very very 1940s style animation. Um, very simple. It's, I, I it's actually a,
6: remember because you used to get the VH te- VHS tapes. Yep. And uh, they'd have all those different old cartoons on it, like yep. uh, what was it, Lil Lulu and yep. Felix the mm. Cat, and it would have the Fleischer Superman on it. Yeah. So and that was a that was a big thing in the late 80s and early 90s, is those VHS tapes that you find for like what two five dollars or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Yeah. I remember so, it.
1: Those preceded movies. I, I, I just learned that. I looked that up recently because we had same thing. We had a box set of classic cartoons and it had all those super, Supermans on there. And uh, those would precede a feature length movie in the theater. So those are the great animation. A um, little bit of World War II propaganda.
7: Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but, but good. S- nation wise was too beautiful. They really are and the, yeah they have those those kind of that you know the muted tones and the, the stylized mm. superman of the 1940s and i think every episode lois lane picks up the phone and she's oh it's a scoop yes. and she goes out and
4: he's like oh good job on the note lois oh it wasn't me it what, was superman like, uh, was, that, Miles.
6: <laughs> was that before the George Reeves Superman or was he
3: modeled on the George
6: Reeves Superman?
3: George Reed was, ooh, that's a was good. Was it, George Reeves was the first live action Superman, right? Yeah, the first yeah. live action. Wait. Yeah. what Hmm. Because hmm.
6: Hmm. he kind of has that classic, you know, George Reeves has that, you know, the silver and black, and he's kind of, you know, Superman got to be sixty years old and started fighting crime, kind of. <laughs> so
4: let's
1: see. That was. Here's one that sounds
8: kind of kind of crazy. There's one called uh,
1: uh,
8: "Fred and Barney Meet the Thing." Have y'all seen that one? No. It's a Flintstones uh, Fantastic Four crossover kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. oh, no. it, it looks crazy.
6: And it turned out to be the best Fantastic yeah. Four adaption ever.
8: Well, yeah. Probably so. <laughs> <More laughs> they got in uh, 79. Wow. Huh. Oh, look, they got another bit. Of the, the, the new Fantastic Four, they're saying, is one of the stinkers also on this list. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to... But,
4: but, but the movie or animated?
8: Uh, The animated one, I guess. The cartoon. Um, it's so hard to I tell mean, what Fantastic Four cartoon. because... <laughs> oh, but but yeah, this can't be any good because it's got Teen Titans Go on here is a bad one. I, I used to kind of like the Teen Titans. Well, is that, that
0: Teen Titans Go is the new one, I believe.
3: Yes,
4: yeah. The old oh, one is is just Teen is a, 20,
0: 20,
3: a,
4: 2013, I yeah, guess so. Yeah. Think yeah. yeah. so that most of the reviews of the Teen Titans though is from the whole group of people who watched the first Teen Titans series. That it's just completely mm-hmm. different. So this thing comes up. And they're like, why are you spending money on this thing instead of finishing the other series that was that was great? Yeah. No. And, and I think that's where most of the reviews are because this. Year, I think I've seen a couple of those episodes, little short here. They're really funny, but yeah, if, if you ask me, I would prefer to finish them to finish the series rather than making this kind of parody about everything. My favorite episode about them is when, like more than once they would do this. Batman making like a sleepover with Gordon, and they would go to the Batcave and they would just use the, the, the camera system and just watch over everybody else around. <laughs> like, it, it was, I thought that was really funny. But the, yeah, people don't like the show because it was like. That's, that's it, why I it, was it, asking it you about Titus, that. But not the Team Titans we want. That's why I was
6: asking you about that Thundercats one because they have a Thundercats now that's like that, that has that. Apparently. Goofball humor. Yeah. So. I don't
4: know what to think about it. I haven't seen it. I don't think I can. I don't like think mm-hmm.
1: so. to answer your question, uh, George Reeves was um, Superman from uh, fifty-two to fifty-eight. So he was he was about a decade after the uh, Fleischer cartoon um Superman.
7: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and that was the same studio, right, that did uh Popeye, right? Fleischer? I
4: oh, have no idea. Really? They look like way too far apart from each other. Yeah. Oh, well. But I don't know. I don't want to, to look that up.
1: Lots a lot of stuff. Popeye.
3: it was... Fletcher, the same one that did like the uh, the dots that we talked about a few weeks ago, like the I art know. just composed of dots. Uh,
1: I do not know. It was Betty Boop, Gull- the Gull- that Gulliver's Travels from nineteen thirty nine. That oh yeah, Whoa. very very animated um, Gulliver's Travels, like yeah, very um detailed. That was kind of an odd. It's interesting to look back at these. Yeah, Popeye. Superman, hmm. Um, yeah. Old cartoons are very pre-studio um, uh, standards um, ratings. Old cartoons are interesting from the 30s. Uh, a little, a lot of,
4: a lot of odd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they
3: were experimenting. they were experimenting. A,
4: yeah. <laughs> they were That's what I was gonna say. There are we, some we didn't plans. have rules. And I, I'm pretty sure that after those animations, there were certain rules like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do this for kids. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, we, maybe we shouldn't take LSD. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Not that it's a cartoon, but there's an old, um, uh, I, think it's, I think it's Charlie Chaplin, or it might be a, I, I think it's Charlie Chaplin. He's a cop, and he, he gets into a scuffle, and he's trying to defend a woman. And they get tumbled down into this this like basement, and it's like an opium den or whatever. And a guy is oh, yeah. and he sets the needle down, and then Charlie gets punched backwards onto the needle, and it's like Popeye spinach power. And he comes back up. <laughs> and to kick it oh quick. my god! <laughs> I gotta look that up, but because it, it's like look at the needle's
4: like mm. woo.
3: and
4: he, and no. he, he opioids
3: are back a back. hell of a drug.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. Uh, you know, back in the days when the world was black and white, yeah, yep. awesome. <laughs>
3: there was no color till the '60s,
4: right?
1: Yeah, there, there's there. a weird, weird Betty Boop episode too, where the uh,
4: she's in the episode of, is a the ringleader
1: guy's like, you know, <laughs> that, that gigantic fat with a hat, guy, and he's all <laughs> creeping on her. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like cringy from the 30s. He's running his hands up and down her arms. And there's, there's like a clown watching through the curtain and he gets all mad. And of course, you know, I think every cartoon devolves into punching from the 30s, yeah. 40s, 50s. Just
3: and then there's like, a big cloud because they don't want to animate yeah, everything going on.
1: arms and the legs. And they have, yeah. When they get punched into like the, the stratosphere or did, something yeah, yeah, good. You just
4: separate. remember that this is this work with this, It's Donald Duck, uh, I and mean, yeah, it's Donald, and he's he's working at a at a, at a Hitlerian uh, factory, and they make fun of Hitler, and it's just Donald. His oh factory wow! And, and yeah, yeah. Every time he sees a picture and
0: he has to go oh, I, like I don't know if they're making a parody or or a tribute, yeah, but this is, the, this the, the, is the, weird the, and crazy, and I don't really know what message. Well, to take from there the there was a, the, there's a there's a there's a weird uh, thing with Donald that did, Disney's been up about, but supposedly Donald's <laughs> deep lore is. Uh, he was a factory worker in, like, 1930s in America. The war breaks out. He enlists in the Navy. And hey, during that time, his uh, wife dies. He comes back. And that's why he's just a curmudgeon. He's ptsd and a widower. No
8: worries.
1: <laughs> no one explains. <laughs> who are Huey, Dewey, and Louie's parents? Right? And right. Uncle, no, his sisters. Yeah, it's, supposed to
0: be, it's supposed to be, like, his, his wife and, like... I guess the wife, that family like passed away, so he ends up taking the kids and when he comes back from the war.
3: <laughs> they dump someone uncle yeah, that gets right. deep. Yeah, he's, he's that is some writer and animator who was dealing with PTSD. That's-
0: yeah. <laughs> oh I mean that's like uh Jack that's what Jack Kirby is doing. He's <laughs> like, I'm really pissed off right now, I'm gonna make Captain America. <laughs> right.
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, we've... I'll we've never
6: look at that
0: duck. We divulged again. <laughs> <laughs> that that <laughs> duck fucker <laughs>
3: freedoms.
1: <laughs> so, I'm going to start wrapping this up. Folks, from all of us, thank you for your support, and we are going to say goodnight and make mine... Silverline, Silverline
5: Silverline!
0: Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.